This is the God in All Things podcast, rooted in Ignatian spirituality and seeking the presence of God in the everyday. I've found that when I've spoken in the past about Ignatian discernment, I've failed to fully realize that discernment can be a privilege. And just like the invisible knapsack of white privilege, which I'll mention in a moment, being able to make certain life choices is limited often to those with certain means. Not everyone can do the things I've chosen to do. Go to graduate school, take a semester off, afford to take parental leave without pay, move across the country for work, live close to my job, move to a larger house, or have the time for continuing education. Many people cannot choose these things. Either they don't have the money to do them, the social capital that would support or encourage them in such choices, or the political ability to make a life change. I think it's fair to say that for most of the humans on this planet, being able to choose to change one's circumstances in the way that I could is not possible. I've met people who may never be able to leave their country of origin, may never be able to pursue higher education, or can't leave a family who desperately depends on them. They may be in poverty, under political oppression, or living paycheck to paycheck, working two or three jobs. So when I preach about using your gifts or making sure you're in a career or job that you love, I'm speaking from a place of privilege. Peggy McIntosh's famous invisible knapsack list on the daily effects of white privilege demonstrates this idea of how the human choices involving career, relocation, finances, and education can be limited for those without the knapsack of privilege. Each of these statements from her list are a sign that I am in a position of racial privilege. If I should need to move, I can be pretty sure of renting or purchasing a house in an area which I can afford and in which I would want to live. Whether I use checks, credit cards, or cash, I can count on my skin color not to work against the appearance of financial reliability. I can be pretty sure that an argument with a colleague of another race is more likely to jeopardize her or his chances for advancement than to jeopardize mine. I can be pretty sure of finding people who would be willing to talk with me and advise me about my next steps professionally. I can think over many options, social, political, imaginative, or professional, without asking whether a person of my race would be accepted or allowed to do what I want to do. I can easily find academic courses and institutions which give attention only to people of my race. I have no difficulty finding neighborhoods where people approve of our household. I will feel welcomed and normal in the usual walks of public life, institutional and social. Limitation of choice is obviously not limited to the racially unprivileged. This is simply to illustrate that the major decisions people like me freely speak about are not available to many in numerous unprivileged situations. And this can be discouraging, especially when people feel stuck in a certain job or life situation. 
While much has been written about the methods and mechanics of Ignatian decision-making, it seems to me that little has been discussed about Ignatius's note about situations that may not be able to be changed. In the spiritual exercises, he names these as marriage, priesthood, and religious life, which represent a permanent commitment, though even these likely resulted from one's freedom of choice. Of course, there are life situations that are, for the time being, unchangeable, yet did not arise from one's freedom of choice. David Fleming writes that there are other choices which can be changed, such as a decision to live according to a certain lifestyle for a set time. Often our choices are really about where we are right now, not changing our circumstances. Margaret Silf says that it is often being where we are right now, allowing ourselves to be dipped into God and returning to the same place a little bit more free. That dipping into God, in a way, cleanses us of fears, anxieties, and resentments, so we can return to where we were with new eyes. I may feel like I'm in a job that doesn't use my gifts, but can I find ways to exercise kindness and use my work to bring love and joy to my colleagues or customers? I may be caring daily for a sick or needy relative, truly feeling the burden that can often be. But can I see Christ in them and let my service find its joy in a love of God? There was a study done a few years ago of hospital workers. They found that among those who cleaned hospital rooms, there were some who, quote, broke the rules and engaged with patients, conversed with them, and brought them a cup of water or a blanket. These people saw their jobs as more than just cleaning rooms. Some, when asked to give themselves a job title, saw themselves as healers. They saw their work with God-dipped eyes. They chose not to change careers or go somewhere else, but to see their job in a new way. Doing God's work or building the kingdom is less about changing circumstances than it's about transforming one's heart. It's sometimes about seeing our neighbor differently, seeing our purpose differently. If we can change our circumstances to pursue that career we desire, or move into a better school district for the sake of our children, then great. That's okay, as long as we keep the perspective of privilege. Macintosh calls it an invisible knapsack because we're often unaware of it. It's always been out of sight on our back, so it feels a part of us. We don't notice its weight. This puts our choices in a new perspective. Discernment has always had a justice element because building the kingdom is always oriented toward this. But now we notice how the existence of our various knapsacks shines a new light on things. It adds a different dimension to our discernment. For more on Ignatian discernment and decision-making, visit GodInAllThings.com. And I invite you also to browse IgnatianResources.com. We have free audio meditations to download, 
prayer aids, spiritual journals. You can use the promo code PODCAST at checkout to save 10% off your first order. That's at IgnatianResources.com.